passengers. The problem with being a pilot is finding the time for my other interests, like singing amazing love songs on the acoustic guitar. You just kind of have to work these things in where you can. With that said, this one goes out to the brunette C40 with the low-cut blouse. Have a nice flight. Hey there, Delilah, we're flying to New York City. We're a thousand miles away, but today you look so pretty. Yes, you do. Seat 4D is the perfect seat for you. I swear it's true. Hey there, Delilah. And welcome to Piloting the Pilots, the podcast where two ambivalent TV viewers watch television pilots so that you know which shows soar to the highest highs of the small screen or crash and burn. And this week we're watching a movie. My name is Erin. What's yours, honey? <laughs> I'm terribly sad. Are you terribly sad? Yeah, my name is Cameron. Mm-hmm. And I have been touched. <laughs> oh, have you been touched by, by this movie? Yep. A, <laughs> nice. Nice. A German expressionist angel. Yeah, that, okay, this, that was weird. I had forgotten all about those parts. Like, parts of the movie, I was like, this is so weird. This, and then other parts, I was like, this is so stupid. And then other parts, I was like, this is really cute. Yeah, it, it's a mixed bag. It's it's a mixed bag of crazy kittens. I, there were quite a few times in this movie that we haven't mentioned yet, the title yeah. of, where you or I were like, this movie's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> like <laughs> crazy don't pick this <laughs> hitchhiking movie up it will kill you in your sleep right <laughs> all right so what did we watch honey we watched on netflix the ya yeah because they're like 17 well that's a big problem i have with the whole thing <laughs> because he was conceived 16 years ago which tells right. me that he's less 15. than he's got to be 15 yeah yeah and then yeah. tulsa yeah his, his girl. love interest yeah is a foster child who's about to age out of the system. So she's got to be like 17. Well, no, because she was 16 and then seven months passed. And then more time passed because he had to go back to Mars. So that's so 14 months that so passed. So she's like 25. So she, yes, she's like 25. Okay. Yeah. But he's still 15. Yes, he's still like yeah, 15. Okay. Yeah, yeah, okay. But we watch The Space Between Us. I felt like this must have been based on a book. Doesn't it feel yeah, like Yeah, it felt like a book-based movie. But this is, as far as I can tell, it's completely not. original. Yeah, it's just a, its own thing. They were like, let's do this. Let's let's make this kid be born on Mars and then fall in love with an Earthling. Yeah, and we'll yeah. engorge his heart like he's the Grinch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he has too much love. And then everybody dies at the end. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> uh, no, that wasn't a spoiler, guys. It's not how it ends. Oh, how it ends. How it, I was not predicting how it was going to end. <laughs> we were talking about it as we were watching. I'm like, one of two things can happen yeah. right here, and I'm not sure what it and is. And it wasn't even those two things. <laughs> no. It was the third option, which neither of us had even thought of. So that makes it a good movie? It makes it weird, is what it makes this it. Movie. This movie's weird. Hey guys, how'd you enjoy my favorite movie? <laughs> no, he wouldn't have liked this. Not, not even a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> but he would have liked the woman shaming. Best part. <laughs> Those irresponsible women. Always be getting pregnant. Oh, women be getting pregnant. Am I right? <laughs> 
Give us the synopsis for the this yes, wonderful film. <laughs> the first human born on Mars travels to Earth for the first time, experiencing the wonders of the planet through fresh eyes, like homelessness. <laughs> yes, fast wonders. food. <laughs> wonders. <laughs> and stealing cars. <laughs> So much crime. So much crime. That's so much crime. Right? We're in agreement on this. <laughs> Look at that. Finding common ground already. <laughs> just just keep reading. He, embar- <laughs> he embarks on an adventure with a street smart girl. Oh, street smart, is she? To discover how he came to be. She's a criminal. Let's face it. She's a criminal. She's a straight up little juvenile delinquent. <laughs> Seriously. And, and it's not even it's not even petty theft. This is like grand what is it? Grand theft? Grand yeah, theft grand theft. theft. Multiple times. Multiple times. They steal no less than... They steal more cars in this than in any, like, Fast and the Furious yes. type movie. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. I guess they stole DVDs, but... And, and they also steal tablets and stuff. They steal tablets? Yeah. They're hacking into so many things. And I want to know where they got so much money. Because, like, he pulls out a wad of cash from all these astronauts, right? Well, first he stole... But they're mu- only, like, $5 bills. So how much money do they actually have? Because they're... Buying tons of stuff. Why do these astronauts even bring cash with them to Mars? I don't know. This is a really good question. <laughs> or their passports. What, you go into Mars as an astronaut and you're like, here's my passport. I'm from Pasadena. Yeah. <laughs> like, how did you even wind up here? The, the, it's a seven-month journey to the, Mars. There's still a capitalism going on <laughs> on Mars. Like, NASA's set up, like, a commissary where they have to, like, exchange goods for cash. For cash. Even though this is in the not-too-distant future where everything's yeah made out of plasticine. Exactly. Plasticine laptops, plasticine lecterns. Yes. Everything is like plastic. Except his USB, which he makes out of a twig. He he seemed to have (laughs) whittled a USB (laughs) connector. Again, I'm not sure how these things wind up there. But I just don't even understand because like what I know about space, which Mm. is not much. But every time they're talking about space, they're always talking about how much weight they can bring on a spaceship. And every amount counts. Mm -hmm. Yes. It was my same problem with that dude from The Expanse bringing soil. Right. I know dollar bills don't weigh a lot. Right. But that could be extra fuel. Why would you even bring it? Why would you bring cash? You don't need cash. She even says, one of the characters at the end even says, I made so much money on Mars. Yeah. But I... I've never spent it. So now I'm buying this huge house in Colorado. It's like, but why did you have money on Mars? Why? What's even the purpose? Was it just like to feel that? (laughs) I need to feel my cash. I need to feel that dirty. I need to feel what I'm working for. (laughs) Unsanitary cash. Gross. So anyway, we'll get into more of this in a bit. Yeah, okay. The movie is starring the great Gary Oldman. And he was killing it with that hair. Killing it. That was killing it. That was that Kurt was Russell-ian. hair acting. That was hair acting. It would blow. It would blow at all the right moments yeah. and, and just waft around. Him. <laughs> exactly. He plays Nathaniel Shepard. Mm-hmm. Uh, you may know Gary Oldman from plenty of things, like yeah. The Fifth Element, The Prisoner Sid- of Azkaban, Prisoner of Azkaban, Sid, Nancy, and Rosencrantz and Guildenstern are dead. Yeah, and many, many, many. Other many I mean, like too many to even yeah. mention, really. We also had Carla Gugino. Mm-hmm. She plays Kendra Wyndham. Yeah. I know her from the Rock movie, San, San Andreas. Andreas. She's yes. great. She, she was great in that. Oh, my God. She, you know what? She's underrated. She really is. I don't think people know Carla Gugino. Like, if yeah. you saw her, you're like, oh, it's Carla Gugino. But right. it's like, 
nobody really th- you knows don't think her. About yeah. her. Yeah, exactly. She's great. She's great. She was in San Andreas. She mm-hmm. was in Gerald's Game. Okay. And she was in Son in Law with Polly Shore, the Weasel. Really? She's the love interest in that movie. I don't remember Son in Law. Oh my God! You gotta watch. Son no, I really don't. I hate Polly Shore. <laughs> cancel, cancel the podcast. No, we're gonna watch Son in Law. No, we're not. It's a terrible butter. I was about to say a terrible Butterfield. So <laughs> I'm looking at Asa Butterfield's name. Who is the next person? Yes, he was in Merlin. He was in Merlin, mm-hmm. which is a great show that we never watched the final season to. No, I refuse. He was in The Boy in the Striped Pajamas, one oh, of your favorite movie. movies. Oh, I guess he played the little boy in it. Yeah, in yeah. The Striped Pajamas. Yeah, in The Striped, the actual titular character. <laughs> yeah, and he was in uh, Martin Scorsese's Hugo. In this movie, I haven't mentioned. And the uh, Ender's Game. And Ender's Game. Yeah. yeah. He's been in a lot of stuff. He's been in a lot. He's a really good actor. Mm-hmm. My biggest problem with him is he perpetually looks 12 years old. Poor thing. And when there's like, <laughs> there is... Underage sex in this movie. <laughs> they don't show anything, guys. This isn't a porn. He had enough. This is rated PG 13. It was like a little leaguer, like. <laughs> in the big leagues. In the, <laughs> hitting him out of the park. <laughs> he plays Gardner Elliott. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is our Martian. Yes. We got Britt Robertson, mm-hmm. who plays Tulsa. She was in Tomorrowland and the Nicholas Sparks movie, The Longest Ride. Wow. And she's also been in a ton of foster shows. She's always a foster she's child. She's always a like, foster child. When they revealed I've that, you were like, I've seen her in oh, so many. It's the foster child. It's the foster child. She's always a foster child. And then we also have the fantastic B.D. Wong. Yeah. Woo is in this. Woo! <laughs> Woo, indeed. Yeah. He plays Tom Chen. Mm-hmm. He was in the Jurassic Park franchise. Of course. As, uh, Woo. As Woo. As Woo. Woo-hoo. And he was also in Father of the Bride Parts 1 and 2. Oh, uh, yeah, that's right. The, the assistant. He, you yeah. kind of forget that he's in there because yeah. Martin Short really like yeah. blows up those scenes. But yeah. yeah, like he's in those too. The Space Between Us was released February 3rd, 2017. Mm-hmm. The number one song in America, I guess, mm-hmm. was uh, by Ed Sheeran, The Ugh. Shape of You. I do not like Ed Sheeran. I don't either. He creeps me he out. He gives me the wig. He's like <laughs> John Mayer. <laughs> John Mayer is worse. Well, John Mayer. He's so icky. John uh, Mayer. He makes me want to peel off my skin. Your body's a Oh, it's so gross. I just gross. want to peel off my skin. Gross. Gross. <laughs> gross, John Mayer. Gross. But like Ed Sheeran is like the PG-13 version. Yes. Which yes. somehow makes it worse. It makes it worse. <laughs> it makes it worse. The number one movie uh, was M. Night Shyamalan's Split. Which I haven't seen it. I've seen it. Okay. It's a divisive like most of his movies are. I okay. enjoyed it. I thought it was fine. Okay. You know. Okay. You know, it's all right. All right. Um, <laughs> going into the space between yeah. us, because we didn't watch Orbiter 9. No. As we discussed in our previous yeah. episode. You know, I had predictions for Orbiter 9, but not for this one. Because <laughs> I really want to watch Orbiter 9. We still haven't even done yeah, it. I know, we still haven't. We have to like devote time to that. Yeah, we do. Whew, we don't have that kind of time. Oh, this movie was two hours long. And this when movie I saw was that, really long. For what it was, it was really, really long. long. Yeah, like I said, when we kind of started it and we had to pause for yeah. a second, I was like, oh, that's Oof. my first thought. I was like, we've got so much more time buckle to do in. this. Yeah. yeah, we got a long way to go. So I stopped taking notes after See You in the Funny Papers the first time. Oh, the first time? The first time I stopped taking notes because I was like, I'm going to have way too many notes. I'm not going to be able to go through them all. I took a lot of notes. Yeah. I think we've kind of like, we're on the same page with a lot of stuff though. So I think we're You all right. think? 
<laughs> you know, we really need to be more in disagreement. Yeah, I think so. I feel like that would no, be a better what a, dynamic. What a boring Because we're just in our own is. bubble being like, this sucks. And I'm like, yeah, it does. <laughs> yeah, it's boring. <laughs> We have, like, no <laughs> counterpoints going Nothing. on. Nothing. We need to find a show or a movie where, like, one of us loves and the other yeah. one hates. Yes, that's what we need to find. But yeah. not today. But not today. Yeah, <laughs> same wavelength as per usual. Well, the, I made predictions because I do my job. Well, look at you. <laughs> I found the movie. I predicted that this would be a... Did it together. Yeah, whatever. I found 10, and then I was like, okay, let's narrow this down. And it was the space between us. <laughs> and it was so You're romantic. welcome, world. And you kept trying to hold my hand the whole time. Yeah, that did not weird. That did not happen. It was happen. so weird. That Your did not. A gross, yeah, and I played that song at the same time. I was like, let's do it. Oh, barf. To this gross song. Barf. <laughs> yeah, I figured it would be. I figured. I figured. <laughs> I figured. <laughs> I figured. <laughs> Predicted it was going to be a saccharine tale of space love full of Nicholas Sparksian sentimentality. Hmm. Oh. Butterfield will die. Right. But his death will lead others to lead happier, fuller <laughs> lives and truly appreciate Kith and Kin. Yeah, that's not what happened. <laughs> no. Yeah. Was there a symbolic death? Yeah, because yeah. he's Jesus, I think, right? I, he's something like that. He's some sort of weird German angel who right. falls like Nicolas Cage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I have to find out now if City of Angels is a remake of this German movie. Yeah, that this random German it movie. It has to be, right? And then the weird parallel sharts, uh, sharts. Sharts? <laughs> sharts. All the sharts. All the sharting. <laughs> so much. Well, they don't so tell you about sharting. this movie. It's like Ace of All the sharting. sharting the whole movie. <laughs> it's the parallel shots between this German movie and, and this it, current one. Yes. It was weird and totally random and didn't really fit with what they were trying to do, I felt. I feel like the writers were trying to, like, class this They were trying up. to make it more of a art thought-provoking yes. art film. Yeah. Yes. Yes. But it's not. It's a YA romance. <laughs> it's a, yeah. Like, yeah, it's not. It's, it's not, not that. It's not, guys. It's not that. Before we get Might into... Might as well just watch Roswell. Same basic thing. <laughs> <laughs> it really is, right? kind of. Before we get into this movie, do you want to hear about some fictional Martian facts? Yes! Give me some Martian facts! <laughs> okay. Our first Martian mm-hmm. is a Mr. John Carter of Mars. Nice! I've seen the movie. I know. And of course, he's not actually from Mars. He's a dirty traitor yeah. Confederate guy. Gross Confederates. Yeah. Well, I... I it, it's like it's so hard to like because he's like such a hero in the books and the movies. Right. But you're like, but he honestly is but a he's a confederate. Yeah. So yeah. you know. Anyway. Okay. <laughs> in 1912, the 18-times failed businessman Edgar Rice Burroughs, uh-huh. at 35 years old, that's a lot of failure in 35 yeah, years. Yeah. Wow. He first dreamed of John Carter, Deja Thoris, and Barsoom. He dreamed it, eh? He dreamed it up. It was in his dreams, right? Yes. So he didn't just create this out of the blue. He actually had this weird dream. No. No, no. He just created it out of the blue to make money. Ah, nice. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Um, Barsoom, of course, is his word for Mars. Yes. He was struggling at the time financially. Mm -hmm. He was relying on his wife's rich family and local pawn shops just to put food on the table for him and his kids. And his wife, I suppose. I guess yeah, she, she probably eat. needs to eat. <laughs> probably. Probably. Um, at the time, he was trying his hand at selling pencil sharpeners, which was like a kind of new invention. Ah. And in his downtime, he started composing the story Princess of Mars, trying to cash in on the growing pulp fiction craze. 
So basically, he was able to read these pulps, and he automatically was able to, like, get their structure. Okay. He understood what worked, what didn't work. Okay. And just, which is a gift, really. Right. And he was able to look at it and be like, I can do that. Okay. He uh, was an immediate success. Mm. He was published in all the magazines, the right. pulp magazines at the time. He ended up writing 12 of these novels. Wow. And these have had like a huge, they were like some of the first real influential science fiction okay. works. And it is thought that it is the genesis of the idea of little green men living on Mars. Because really? he had the green aliens of Mars. Oh, okay. So that's where, like, when you hear little green alien, right. when people say that, that's where they're getting it from. That's wow. where it originated So they from. haven't actually seen little green men then. So all of these no. alien stories are bunk if yeah. they say that the aliens are little green men. Yeah, if they say they're green, you can automatically say. You can say, automatically say, nope, that's fiction. Yep. Okay. Its most significant inspiration might be with George Lucas and Star Wars, mm. which borrowed, uh-huh. much like borrowing Stole. cars, right in this movie. <laughs> in this movie, borrowed liberally from the books, mm. both of which were more fantasy than science fiction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some of the similarities include the arena fight in Attack of the Clones that comes like directly out of the books. It's in the movie even yeah. where he fights like the big creatures yeah, yeah, yeah. with the chains. Yeah. That's wow. basically Attack of the Clones. That's where that came from. Okay. The word Jedi mm-hmm. comes from the word Jeddak. Well, they even have a planet Jedi. Yeah. Yeah. Real close. And the Padawans mm-hmm. were Padwars. Wow, really? Which were like the like the students on this planet. Yeah. Like it's kinda like, oh wow, you like Well, this you up really good. took a lot. There were hornet type insects called Sith. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. <So>. What? <laughs> and one of the more obvious ones too is uh well those are very obvious, but uh Deja Thoris was often depicted as wearing a gold bikini very similar to the Ugh. one worn by Leia. If you can see pictures side by side, they're like the same It's the same outfit. Same outfit. Wow. So. Wow. Hope I didn't ruin anyone's vision of George Lucas. Wow. <laughs> he doesn't care. He's <laughs> laughing his way to the bank. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't give a crap. Seriously. So our next Martian mm-hmm. is Marvin the Martian. <laughs> 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 Who a little through? green man. Yeah, but Marvin the Martian, mm-hmm. he first appeared in the 1948 Looney Tunes short Hair Devil Hair. Directed by Chuck Jones and okay. written by Michael Maltese. Uh-huh. Chuck Jones called this particular short mm-hmm. a huge step forward for the medium. Okay. Because it was the first time they really took their characters outside of Earth. Like, okay. outside of, like, just, like, a terrestrial, like, right. rabbit season, duck season thing. They, they made were, it Marklar. They made it Marklar. Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so it took them in a new direction. So it kind of opened up the possibilities of what you could do with the Looney Tunes characters. Okay. This was surprising to me. He was only in five shorts. Between, only five? Between 1948 and 1963. So, like, five. What's that, 15 years? But there's tons of dummies with tattoos of Marvin the Martian yeah, on like their he, ankles. I or mean, something. like, after that, he obviously showed up more often, but, like, mm-hmm. his initial appearances mm-hmm. in those first 15 years was only five times. It feels like he was in so many more to wow. me. Wow. But I guess not. Okay. He was a popular edition, mm-hmm. but he didn't even get a name until okay. 1979. <laughs> wow. <laughs> they were trying to do merchandising for the new Bugs Bunny Roadrunner movie, 
And they just needed a name for him. <laughs> so they were like, Marvin the Martian. Wow, okay. But before that, Chuck Jones actually called him Antwerp. Okay. Due to his ant-like appearance and the fact that he acted like a twerp. Wow, okay. I like the alliteration of Marvin the Martian better. Yeah, it's... Antwerp doesn't really work for me. As far as his character design goes, this blew my mind because I never even thought of this. Okay. When I, and I was like, oh my god. His character design includes a Greek hoplite for a helmet. Yes. And the fact that he is from Mars and his outfit is modeled after classical interpretations of the Roman god of war, Mars. Right. Which they just thought would be funny. Hilarious. I never even thought of that, though. Like, <laughs> that's why he wears those clothes. Like, he's supposed to be, like, the right. great god of war. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So there you go. Wow, and that's nothing like Kratos. <laughs> then, our, then our final fictional Martian. Okay. Is Martian Manhunter. Oh, right. Martian Man. I was like, who's that? <laughs> right. He okay. is a DC Comics character whose first appearance was in 1955, Detective Comics 225. Mm-hmm. He was a founding member of the Justice League, which is kind of crazy to me. That's he's, a big deal. Yeah, because you like never think of Martian Manhunter, yeah. really. I, I mean, I don't. Ever. I don't. I don't either, as, as, <laughs> I, like, as was depicted with my... Huh. But I like when you him. like think of like the Justice League, you think of Superman. He's had movies. Batman's yeah. had a ton of movies. Yeah. Wonder Woman's had movies at this point. Yeah. Aquaman, like all these people. And then he's like, well, DC doesn't really leave the bag. Yeah, my, you know, yeah, they, <laughs> there's like four characters. <laughs> right. This is very hard to like. Yeah. If you're not into DC comics, to name many more outside of yeah. That. Um, Other than spinoffs of the the so-called popular ones, like Supergirl. Right, yeah. Batgirl. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're going to know Robin. Yeah. You know, but, like, when you start getting, like, yeah, into, they, like, they Mr. Have, Miracle they territory. They have their top four, and then it's like, we don't know anybody else. We'll right. just make spinoff We're just going to make movies of this. Yeah. He was a founding member. He was often used as a Superman surrogate. Okay. Much like Green Arrow was used as a Batman surrogate because at the time, this is kind of blows my mind when okay. you think about comics today, they felt like there would be overexposure of Superman and Batman. So, <laughs> so yeah, it was like in a world where like Wolverine is in every single comic somehow, a Deadpool. Wow. Like back then they were like, no, we're going to get people sick of Batman and, and Superman, so we're going to use wow. these characters to kind of stand in for them. Wow, why didn't they keep to that logic? It would be nice. It's nice when I'm you... so sick and tired of Batman origin movies. Well, I even like back... Because I've, I've been reading through all the X-Men comics since mm-hmm. 1975. And I'm in the 90s now. I've been doing this for a while. Okay. And it's actually kind of nice back then. If a character wasn't... Like, if they had, like, a solo comic. If Wolverine had a solo comic and he was doing something else in his solo comic... Right. He was not an X-Men. Well, good. They would plan that. So, like... If he's in Madripoor, mm-hmm. he's not at the mansion that same month. In well, the good, because he couldn't be. And that's what it should yeah. be. But now it's just like it doesn't even matter. It doesn't and, even matter. It wow. makes the timelines all crazy. It's like, well, when's this happening in relation to mm. this and all that? He has a grab bag. I think I've already used that term today. <laughs> but is uh, a grab bag of powers. Oh, yeah. He has flight, super strength, durability, phasing, <sighs> regeneration, telekinesis, telepathy, Lord. heat vision, and shape-shifting. Well, then why haven't the Martian destroyed us already? <laughs> exactly. You know, he, was a, a, he was afraid of fire, though. That was his weakness. Fire! <laughs> and so they made him green, like Frankenstein. Yep. And mm. he's also, mm. canonically, mm-hmm. addicted to Oreo cookies. Really? <laughs> Not Hydrox? No, actually. Huh. Well... The DC equivalent is Chacos. Chacos. But they are very clearly Oreos. Oreos. Okay. In the late 80s, early 90s, DC launched Justice League International. 
Okay. So it was a more comedic take on the Justice League, but the stories still count. Oh, If that makes sense. In it, Martian Manhunter had an affinity for these cookies, Chacos, which Mm -hmm. were clearly Oreos. And in one issue, Booster Gold and Blue Beetle Mm -hmm. steal all the Oreos, all of them available in the region. They steal them just as a joke. They're like, we're going to steal his cookies. We're going to steal... But what about the rando who's at home and just wants to dunk his Oreos in milk? Exactly. And it must have been expensive. I mean, I know Oreos aren't like... Well, actually, you know, they're kind of kind of pricey. You know, yeah. like, and how and much are they making as a Justice League international Yeah, bag? you probably like, had to spend thousands to buy up the whole thing joke. in the region. And he has the power of flight. He can go he anywhere can, in the world to get his just, Oreos. Yeah, he just go over there. Yeah, he can like, just fly I don't fly understand there. how this works. I don't either. So, as a result of this prank, okay. Martian Manhunter grew in size, like hulked out. Okay. Started tearing up the city, oh. went insane, and just, like, started... Raising it to the ground for more cookies. Wow. Like, I like, need more like cookies. Like Cookie Monster. Yes, the Cookie Monster. Exactly. Okay. They were able to get him more cookies, settle him down. Oh, good. And what they found out was, I guess, I don't know. Hmm. I didn't read the comic. But Batman, I have seen this panel, though, because I had okay. to find it. I had to find it. Batman determines that the chemicals that make these Chacos, these Oreos, affected his Martian physiology differently than they do humans, which kind of makes sense. I get, like, sure, okay. okay. But what he says in a very famous quote from the comic, you're a junkie, (laughs) a Chaco's junkie. (laughs) (laughs) And they had to intervene and have like a whole intervention like, bro, you got to cool it. The weirdest part of this to me is years and years later, Mm -hmm. in the final crisis event at DC, Martian Manhunter dies. Okay. And on his coffin, uh-huh. Batman laid an Oreo cookie. That would be like me like, okay, <laughs> here's your, here's your heroin. <laughs> Why would you do that? That doesn't make any kind that of is sense. That's the dickiest move I've ever heard. Wow. <laughs> Batman's an a-hole. <laughs> and just a reminder of your problems. <laughs> well, here are all your mistakes on the top of your coffin. <laughs> okay. So. Speaking of mistakes. <laughs> Let's talk about. Women getting pregnant, apparently. Oh, my God. S- they make so, <laughs> it's such an irresponsible choice to get pregnant, apparently. They constantly, and there's a twist. Yeah, there's it, a twist. It's this. Yeah. Where, woo, woo, I'm going to call him Woo. I'm sorry. B.D. Yeah. Wong. Just call him Woo. I'm going to call B.D. Wong Woo because I know him yeah. best from Jurassic Park. I'm oh, sorry. Yeah. Love Jurassic Park. Wu tells uh, Sirius Black. Yeah. <laughs> she was irresponsible. Oh, let's give a quick, quick, what's going no, on No, no, Wu doesn't tell him. He, he tells, tells. Sirius Black Sirius tells, Black tells Wu. Dr. Wu. Oh, she was irresponsible and made a mistake, and that's why she's pregnant. Yeah. But it turns out, shall we give the twist? I mean, yeah, give the twist. I thought it was predictable. We it, predicted, well, we predicted it, in the it first, almost like, right away. Yeah. We were waiting the whole movie we for this. We were waiting the whole movie for this. So it turns out Sirius Black is this kid's father. Yeah, Ender's So father. he was the one who impregnated this astronaut, and he's like, it's her fault. High, they, it was her responsibility. She, I mean, she's the one who wasn't pre- taking precautions. She, was she didn't force me to wear a condom. <laughs> she was like, huh? <laughs> I mean,. It's crazy. They have a whole board meeting yeah. about how irresponsible this woman, who has since died. Yeah, who died in childbirth. Yes. <laughs> how irresponsible she was. Even though she's the lead astronaut. Let's let's get this straight here. Yeah. The lead astronaut that tells people, like, moments before yeah. liftoff that she's afraid that she's going to fail. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, that is not giving me a lot of, like, confidence in your ability. I guess, I guess 
I'm just afraid of failing. It's a really easy thing to do, but bravery is just going forward, right, guys? <laughs> <laughs> and, like, I, you, I would just feel like the crew should have just given her, like, a... What? what? <laughs> Say that again? Slower? She's also the only woman on this yes. initial flight to Mars. Yeah. Where they're going to go live. Yes. See, my prediction for this movie, mm-hmm. well, no, not in my actual prediction, right. was that she was going to go to Mars. Mm-hmm. She was in some sort of relationship with one of the other people yes. involved. Right. And she was going to get pregnant on Mars. Yeah. Because they were actually going to live there. So it's like, well, you just got to live yeah. your life, you yeah. know? But no, she was like two months pregnant before they even like got on the ship. And I'm like, right. did they not do any kind of like test? Last minute uh, physicals? You would think they would do that. But don't worry. There's a sonogram yeah. on the capsule and, taking them to Mars. And there's baby blankets. They okay. They literally have hospital baby blankets. There is a specific so baby blanket that you get every time you give birth a in a hospital. That company has a monopoly. Yeah. So anytime you give birth, you So it always has the pink and blue blanket. stripes on it. Mm-hmm. If you that is kid, the you blanket. That is the blanket. That is what you get. Apparently, she gets that blanket in a rocket in space. She has a sonogram. Not one of those fun foil blankets that you see in space all the time. Yeah, yeah. No, no. They actually had the kind of blankets that were specifically reserved for newborn children. Exactly. And they had sonogram equipment. Why on earth would you need baby equipment? They had a whole given birth rig. Yes. Yes. And they all had scrubs. Like they're medical doctors. And they're not. Like, like I, when she died, I was like, I was like, it's too bad one of us wasn't an actual doctor. I mean, they're doctors, but it's you know like, what I mean. It's like being like, oh, I'm a doctor of philosophy. Here, let me pre- perform open heart surgery. I'm not I got an this. <laughs> so, they uh, really missed opportunity for a Doctor McCoy line there. Like, seriously. damn it, Jim, I'm, I'm a, a doctor scientist. of botany, not, not, not a doctor. <laughs> So, yeah, so she dies. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) The first death. And, like... uh, And then, like, any lame assassin, the kid actually goes, yeah, I killed my mom. Yeah. She was, like, my first victim. Well, and it doesn't help that Asa Butterfield looks like a serial killer. (laughs) (laughs) And at one point, I know you'd love this. I know you'd love this. At one point, I was like, this movie would be better if he was a serial killer on Mars. Oh, my God. That'd be amazing. Because okay. of, like, he's been raised yeah. off-planet. He's right. been kind of separated from, right. like, normal human interaction. Yeah. He just loses his mind and just starts yeah. murdering people. Norman yeah, like Bates, that crazy raptor dinosaur in uh, Jurassic World. Yeah. Oh, Because yeah, it was yeah. raised separately. Yeah. yeah, exa- yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You yeah. get this. I get this. Wu gets this. Wu gets this. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, like, like, wouldn't that be an awesome movie? Yeah, that would be way awesome. <laughs> okay. Yeah. But that's not this yeah. movie. No, that's not this so movie. So go out there and write that movie. Yeah, or write I'll that. Write it. I want I want to see crime in space. <laughs> You're so obsessed with that. I am. We were just talking because we've been watching Deep Space Nine because we did actually like the show. Yeah, yeah. We were saying last night, it's a shame they never made a movie. And I was like, if they made a movie, they should have just made it a detective movie. Yeah. On the station. Like yeah. that. Like they shouldn't have gone big. They mm. should have gone small. Like yeah. knives Make out. Make it confined. Deep Space Nine. Yeah. Like I think that would be great. Yeah, that would have been cool. Anyway. But yeah, so they they accuse her. Oh, oh and I just want to say, like, there's people's like reactions to things in this movie are like insane. Yes, their their capsule 
like a very basic like I'm sure it's hard but like something you've seen a million times yeah like the capsule docking with like a space, a space station. station these yeah. people lose their freaking s yes they do they're so excited they're cheering about it and I'm just like but it's a capsule landing they're this not happens even on all Mars. the time they're not even on Mars that's like me pulling up into a parking spot in between the lines and me being like yeah <laughs> you did it You're between the lines paper in the way. and the lead astronaut's the pilot too. Yeah, that was weird. Yeah, too, so it? she actually piloted it as well, yeah. which doesn't make any kind of sense. It's like, what are you guys here and for? What are the other scientists here just to give birth? <laughs> yeah, and they're bad at and it. And they're bad at it. They <laughs> let her die. But yeah, they. Uh... <laughs> yeah, and it, so basically, the movie is punishes women for their sexuality. Yes, yes. She had irresponsible. She was irresponsible. She had with irresponsible the sex. sex and died because of it. Yeah. <laughs> so now we cut back to Earth. Yes. And I said there's there's another woman in this she's only in this one scene <laughs> and she's Alice the exposition receptacle. Yeah. <laughs> like every time they needed to say something, she's in no other scenes in the whole movie. Yeah. They're like, "Tell Alice why that's not possible." Yeah. Alice <laughs> Like Alice is like the dumb dumb at this table and yeah. they're like constantly being like and they always point around yeah. they're like, "Alice, this is why this won't work." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Alice, you're a moron. Alice, what are you doing ignorant. here, Alice? <laughs> Get us some coffee, Alice. <laughs> Can't even do that right, can you? So now we cut to, to Mars. Yes. It's 16 years later. Mm-hmm. In the meantime, I keep wanting to call him Severus Snape, but Sirius He's Black. He's Sirius Black. He's serious about that. He's serious. He has been trying to, like, get to Mars. BT dubs, I died when Sirius Black died in the books. You died a yeah, little bit inside. I did. Yeah. And then I cried. Yeah. I was so sad when he died. Yeah. Yeah, sad. Okay, I'm sorry. moving on. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's okay. He was your favorite, though. He was, yes. So Sirius is trying to get to Mars, but mm-hmm. he has, like, so, like hydrocephalus or something. Like, he has something that will, like, his brain will explode yes. if he goes into space. Yes, exactly. And he's trying, he's, like, inventing new things. But he's basically quits NASA. Yeah, because Genesis. it's his kid, even though he's, like, he won't own up to it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He won't, uh, he does not own up to no. it until the In very, In fact, very he's end. always blaming women for every problem that happens. Yeah. <laughs> Throughout the whole thing. He's like, Kendra, it's your fault. He fell in love with this girl. <laughs> yeah. Kendra, why did you let him talk to a girl from Earth? Kendra, this is your fault. Kendra, Kendra. Kendra, we hired you specifically to raise this child, even though you do not like children. <laughs> Kendra. What's wrong with you? <laughs> Poor Car- Carla Cucino. <laughs> so we find out that Asa Butterworth is basically Anakin. Yes. He has built his own 3PO. He, oh, they say multiple times he's raised by scientists. They say he's... Mm-hmm. And, he, and, he, and then he like essentially what happens at one point? He, needs he murders... His best friend slash teacher by it's ripping like, the dude's head off. It's like if Anakin needed some information for 3PO and just, just ripped, ripped, ripped his ripped, head off. Ripped his head off. It's horrific. This is why she's been a serial killer. Right? Like, it's his best friend. And yeah. he doesn't even think twice about it. He's like. And even the robot keeps saying, but I'm your best friend. I'm your best it's friend. It's like he's dying. And then like, he even how? tries running away when he knows he's going to be murdered. And he's like, you're nothing to me. You're nothing but wires and yeah. metal. But and, I'm your best friend. I'm and, your best friend. And he's like, I built you and I feel nothing. Yeah. I feel nothing in my soul when I rip Yeah, it. and then he just rips his head off. I was like, oh my God. Like I said, there's a lot of weird things in this movie. <laughs> and, he, and the robot also says, like, I'm your teacher, Anakin, or yeah, whatever. Yeah. And, and, Calls him Anakin and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Anakin was like, I helped build you. And I'm like, well, that's weird. Yeah. You built your own teacher? Like, if you're smart enough to build the thing, you don't even need a teacher at that exactly. point. Exactly. Exactly. Anyway. Anyway. 
So he does not like Mars. Right. NASA is a terrible parent. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they yeah. told him he is a secret. Yes. That nobody can know about his existence. Yes. yes. Like, <laughs> they raised him like he's a nuisance. Yep. Carla Gugino says, like, we'll make you indispensable, yet, like, you're just, like, this uh, yeah. appendage. Yeah, that, that we have to we take have care to of. We have to deal with. Because since he was born in space, his bones are not dense. Yes. They can't handle Earth's gravity, and his heart is enlarged. Yes. Also such from a big love. heart. From love. <laughs> Too from much love. love. So if you were ever to leave Mars, he mm-hmm. would most likely die. Yes. He gets the schematics for what they call East. Texas? East Texas is what they call the Mars colony. East Texas. <laughs> East Texas. He he rips this information out of his best friend's skull. <laughs> finds where his mother's stuff is. Yeah. Whittles a USB mm-hmm. port. Yes. Finds out. <laughs> yeah, this, and, yes. Yes, this the, happens. This is what's happening here. Yes. Um, <laughs> he plugs it into his laptop, yeah. watches the seduction of his mother. With his brother? Yeah, because, it's yeah, because that okay. is a, okay. So the man no. she's romancing in that is her brother. Yeah, he thinks it's his father because they're very close, yeah. very touchy, and like they even comment that he looks like the man. Which yeah. I mean, I yeah, guess it's he, an uncle. It's an uncle. I get it, but like, but it was very weird that camera shot of them and stuff. Yeah, it, it's not brother and sister relationship and the, there. And that whole moment, yeah. she's filming it, then suddenly he's filming it, and then someone yeah. else is filming it, like. <laughs> <laughs> there's like Nobody edits. knows who's filming this. There's like edits and like camera changes and like pans right? with like an iPhone. <laughs> like these people are like, and it was just like a joke. Yeah. She like dumps sand on him. Yeah. Flirts with her brother. Yes, hard. Hardcore. Hard. Runs upstairs, throws his towel in the yeah. sand like an asshole. <laughs> it's like, and if you want it, come on, come get it. Come get it. Yeah. And yeah. she kept being like, if you want it, come on, come yeah. get it. Yeah, and, like, that's the video that yeah. she's kept all this yeah. time. So, yeah, of course. And she's can... being, like, running and teasing and laughing over her shoulder, you yeah. know, like you would. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you're about to engage in some sexual stuff. Exactly. I have a sister. Yeah. I've never gone to the beach <laughs> with my sister and, like, play grab ass on the sand. <laughs> Are you sure? <laughs> I'm pretty That's positive. not sibling behavior? <laughs> Much less filmed it. <laughs> So that's weird. Yeah, that was weird. That's another weird part about this. Yeah. Then we also find out that they have great internet access on Mars. Excellent. It's amazing. Not even a delay. No delays. Even though it takes seven months to get there. Time zones are apparently synced up with like mountain time in America. (laughs) So he starts texting with Tulsa. Yes. Tulsa's her name. Tulsa, because she is a foster child who was found in Tulsa. So that's why her name is Tulsa. We never find out her real name, do we? I don't think so, no. Because at one time. No, wait, they do. It's like Allison something. Who cares, right? Yeah, nobody knows. Tulsa's way cooler. (laughs) So, um, okay. So she's got her see-through laptop in class. In class. On a video conference call with this guy. Like, and her (laughs) teacher does not care. Does not care. Like, you can see his face. You can see he's translucent. Yes. You can see she is not doing her homework. She is, like, sexting with some guy. Yes. And (laughs) we find out that Tulsa, you know... She's a foster kid, same kind of foster kid yep. situation. Drunk yep. father, doesn't the like anyone. The stereotypical foster situation. N- nobody, nobody at the school likes her, even yeah. though she's attractive. There's apparently young. rape gangs. <laughs> like she's like Tasha Yar. Yeah. She's being like chased by rape gangs at yeah. her school. It's... I mean, I wouldn't like that school either. No. To be quite honest. No. 
But she's having this conversation with him, and he's like, what's wrong? And she's like, everybody always be fronting. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and I was like, okay, boomers who wrote this. Yeah, I was like, write that down. <laughs> oh, and then later. And then the whole time throughout this movie, we're like, everybody's fronting. Everybody's fronting. <laughs> everybody's fronting. And then she she also says she was getting played. She's sick of getting played. Yeah. Slow your roll. And she says slow your roll. I'm like, why doesn't she just call people scrubs? Yeah. Why doesn't she go, like, like, let's dip. Let's get jiggy with it. <laughs> You're all that in a bag of chips. <laughs> I'm like, this is not a child from 2017. <laughs> this is a Definitely ch- not. This is a child that was born in 1985. Yeah. <laughs> I know. <laughs> like, like, clearly the writers are well into their 50s or 60s. Well into it. <laughs> like, like, this is how children talk, right? Everybody be fronting. Everybody. That sounds real cool. Yeah. That sounds real cool. <laughs> Slow your roll. Ooh. Like, it feels like those were, like, moments where, like, placeholder things, like, yeah. she's going to say something like, don't be fronted, but whatever the kids are saying these yeah. days. And but then, they left it. And then it. they just left it in. <laughs> no, that's giving them too much credit. I think they read it and being like, we did this. We oh. nailed it. Oh, we nailed this. We like, nailed it. We captured the voice of a young people in America. Of a 17-year-old teenage girl who's in the foster system. <laughs> this is her language. Everybody be fronting. And then, okay, so here's some other problems I had. <laughs> So they're having this in-class conversation on her translucent yeah. thing. And, like, she thinks he's a liar. Yeah. Like, I don't understand why they even like each other. I don't either. Why are they even talking? Well, she does say that he's the one person she doesn't hate. But Is why? enough? She thinks he's a big old liar. <laughs> because he doesn't tell her that she he's from Mars because he's... She would never believe that. Yeah. But instead, he says he has a penthouse apartment in Park Avenue. Um, Park Avenue. Yeah. And, and he, he has, has a brittle bone disease. He has a brittle bone disease. And yeah. she's like, I don't believe you, you dumb liar. And he's yeah. like, well, I love you. And she's like, okay. <laughs> 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 and then what I also didn't understand, I was like, how come they're not monitoring his internet access? Well, that's why Kendra was getting blamed for this. Well, she should be blamed, maybe. because <laughs> Why is he on Facebook? I mean, like, doesn't. <laughs> they don't have like any kind of like secure network. He's like straight up contacting the rest of the world, which leads me to another weird part of this movie. Right, is a big thing, and it's probably the most charming part of the movie. Okay, is when he arrives at Earth, he has like no concept of human interaction. But they're acting like. But th- there's tons of astronauts that keep coming in constantly. There, uh, there's a constant because there's stream. Germans who have dropped off the weird movie. Yeah, there was like other scientists who would just constantly come in. It's like, Kendra was the only person who'd been there for seven years at yeah, least. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And yeah. like, he's acting like they're all androids. Like, yeah. he's never had a regular conversation with a person in his Even life. Even though he goes to this garden area of Mars and there's like at least 12 dudes there. And they joke around. Yeah. And like, they, but like, he comes to Earth and he's suddenly like, what is it to be human? <laughs> right? <laughs> Okay. God, there's so much more to go in this movie, too. We just noticed we've been talking for 44 minutes. We've got 20 minutes to wrap this up. We are, like, 15 minutes into the movie. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, let's, let's hit the big stuff, then. So, but, yeah. So, but If you want to watch all the weird, weird moments, watch this movie. Yeah. Oh, and they also find, we also find out, I just want to say this really yeah. quick. He also finds out that he's been lied to yes. for his whole life about what happened to his mother's body. Yes, they said that she's buried out back with the dogs and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and so he goes, he tries to constantly escape in order to visit her headstone. But no, her body was cremated. And made into ashes, dumped over the Pacific Ocean. And I'm like, why didn't they just... Why would you lie about that? And why wouldn't you split the ashes and be like, because she's like the first commander that got to Mars, maybe put half of her 
on Mars, yes. which I think would be more meaningful. Yeah, in a vase, instead of being like, here's your fake headstone. Go back to the Pacific, you jerk. <laughs> Where you buried your dead birds. <laughs> you know? But yeah, and going back to the human interaction, though, I think that is important. Yeah. Because he is constantly saying stuff like, he's learned from old movies. Because like, apparently they have no recent movies. No. No, Germans so, don't bring recent movies. Supposed, they only bring movies from like 1950-something, maybe? Yeah, it, it's really weird because this is obviously supposed to be, like like I said in the beginning, the not-too-distant future. Yeah. It's so probably like 10, 15 yeah, years Yeah, so from why now. isn't he watching Friends at least? Or or Jurassic Park or, or, yeah. or Dominion or whatever the new one's yeah. going to be. Like, yeah, and being like, oh my God, that Dr. Wu looks an awful lot like my Dr. Wu. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> L- like, like, there's no, like, they know movies that are later than 1960. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So all of his, like, interactions. So apparently the people on the space station do not have regular human interactions. No, they don't. Even though the people would be, like, our age. Yeah. Because not that far in the future. No. <laughs> and so he's had to learn how to be human from watching movies from nineteen before 1950. Yes. So then he comes to Earth and he's all acting like a 1950s person. Yeah. Like, this is how people act. Yeah. And it's like, no. They act <laughs> like... The people up in the space yeah, station exactly. <laughs> so weird. God, there's so much. There's okay. so many things. Okay, so well, there's so many little things. It's like every scene mm-hmm. you want to talk about, but we kind of can't. We don't have that kind of time. It's a two-hour long movie. That would take us four hours. I'm trying not to like devote all our lives to this movie. Okay, but so it's speaking worth of, the I'm going to say right now, it is worth watching. Speaking of <laughs> the the 1950s movies and stuff, he does say, "See you in the funny papers." Yeah. But yet, she's always be fronting. She always be fronting. So she wouldn't be like, she's like, yo, bro, that's whack. Why are you talking like that? (laughs) She wouldn't know what that means. Because even when he said it, I was like, wait, what? That was even confusing to me. She's like, you ain't too legit to quit. Yeah. (laughs) It didn't make any kind of sense. It made no sense. Like, she never, like, calls out, like, you're speaking weird. Oh, another minor moment that both of you were like, what is going on in this movie? Yeah. Okay, so he, well, back up a little bit. So he ends up back on Earth. Yes. Because they're like, yeah, why not? Yeah. Sure, he might die, but science. Science. <laughs> and He's um, an experiment, as Dr. Wu says. <laughs> serious, NASA, the best parents serious ever. Serious Black comes in, he's like, and Asa Butterfield's like, I want to know everything about Earth. Yeah. We're like, what's your favorite thing about Earth? And uh, Sirius is like, rain. Mm-hmm. And, and Sirius is like, I want to know everything about Mars. I'm like, why? He's been there. People have been there for 16 years. You could yeah. have asked anyone. Yeah, because lots of people keep coming and going from there all the time. And, and your network connection is great. Yes. <laughs> apparently. Like, you could have asked him this at any point. You yeah. could have been like, oh, when you get on Or ask tro- Kendra. Or talk because to- you have private conversations with Kendra all the time. Or or just be like, hey, when you're done talking to Tulsa, I'd like to ask how your life is on Mars. Yeah. Because <laughs> you are my son. <laughs> but Asa Butterfly ain't having none of that. No. They be fronting. They be fronting. So he breaks out. Yeah. And he goes to a locker. There's a lot of larceny in this oh, movie. Oh, so much petty theft so we, and grand theft. So we see this guy. He's a big guy. Yeah. Tell me, describe he's, the man. He's solid. Okay. He's an older gentleman. Wait, he, give me a weight. Weight, uh, about uh, 220 maybe? 220, good, good. Yeah, Ace is like... 45 pounds. <laughs> sopping wet. <laughs> this is like, and he breaks it, so he finds this one big guy, and he's yeah. like, 
those are the clothes. Those are the I'm clothes gonna... I'm taking, and they're a perfect fit. Other than that, he's a bit too tall for them. Yeah, he, they're like tailored. Tailored, to, like, other than the I ankles. I have never seen clothes fit a person so perfectly <laughs> around the waist. Life. Like I'm like, yeah. wow, I wish my pants fit that well. Yeah, I was like, there's no way these clothes are gonna fit this kid. I can't wait to watch it hanging off of him. Nope, it fit perfectly. And he's also they're dressed, like skinny jeans. And he's also dressed like Mr. Rogers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so he takes the money that he stole from the Martians. Yeah. And it's <laughs> a weird sentence. And he gets a bus. He goes to meet up with. Oh, oh, and there was another really quick thing. Okay, really, okay, really, okay, quick, really quick. Really quick. Okay. So he's trying to break out away from NASA. And while he's there, there's like a, a school group there. Yeah. And they have these suits that are yeah. like weighted down to like say, like, this is how it would feel like if you came back to Earth from Mars. And like yeah. everyone's like, whoa, this is really heavy. And he like puts it on to like see guys. Yeah. And he's like hauling ass. I'm like, yeah. that would be like double for him. Yes, that would be double gravity for him. He would be on the ground like crawling. He wouldn't like, be I don't... able to move in that this suit. This wasn't a good idea. Because he doesn't even. <laughs> have muscles to barely even jump. Yes, zero muscles. Ah. So, okay. So his big thing is he, he goes up to people and the first thing he asks strangers is what's your favorite thing yeah. about Earth? Yeah. One guy says dreaming, which I don't Doesn't feel like... Doesn't make any kind of sense because you if you're sleeping on Mars, on Mars you're going to have dreams. Like, it's not... That's not a specific... Yeah. I feel like there's a real missed opportunity where they could have been... Yeah. Like, like, as nerdy as or kind of like cliche, trite as it is, right. when he asks Sirius Black, he's like, rain. He's like, why do you like rain? And he's like, because it cleans everything away. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, that's dumb, but I right. get it. Right. Like, and he asks a homeless man, what do you like yeah. best about Earth? And he's like, dreaming. I'm like... That's not Earth-specific. No, it's not. <laughs> Try That's <again>. human-specific. <laughs> Try again. I didn't not have... even human-specific. Dogs have dreams all the time. That's just sentient life yeah. form. Yeah. Like, That's not, not planet-specific. Did you specific. not understand the question, sir? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then another crazy thing is he's amazed by the bus doors. He's amazed by yeah. weird things on Earth yeah. that I'm like... But you have, like, higher... You have sliding doors on your space station. You live on Mars with, like, high-tech robots and yeah, crap. Yeah, and he's like, this bus door opens and closes <gasps> on its own. Whoa! <laughs> and another thing, sorry, I'm all over the place. I'm sorry. I apologize. What <laughs> I, I, I did want to say is about, like, the, the front and... They be yeah. front and stuff. Yeah. So he meets up with Tulsa. Yes. He just walks onto campus. No security. No security. Kids are wearing hats. Yeah. That wasn't allowed when I was in nope, high school. When did that change? Not. Never. Never. And he meets up with her at her high school mm-hmm. and she slaps him immediately. Yeah. Because it's a seven minute. Seven uh, months. Seven, sorry. Seven month trip. Yeah. To get from Mars to Earth. And yeah. he had no way, apparently, of being able to contact her. Uh, apparently not. I apparently maybe... you cannot talk on a cell phone <laughs> while mid transit to Earth from yeah. Mars. I, or maybe like because Gugino was there. Right. He didn't want to like be obvious. So she <laughs> accuses him of ghosting. And I'm like, I know what ghosting. I'm an right. adult. I know what ghosting is. Yes. I'm like, how does. How does he not know any current slang? Mm-hmm. Like, why is he talking about seeing you in the funny papers and stuff? Yeah. When the person he has contact with the most on Earth... Always says a modern. Su- a su- modern, well, a, in quotes. Yeah, in quotes. Like, yeah. she talks like a modern person. Yeah. And he's like, what is ghosting? This <laughs> <laughs> uh, movie was written by olds, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, what we find out is... That just like everybody said, yeah. his heart's about to explode because he can't yeah. handle the gravity. But he's escaped from NASA and he goes on a road trip with her. And yeah. they stop at Sam's Club and have a fashion mon- a montage. <laughs> it was great. They get like tre- the trendy clothes. <laughs> the trendy like, clothes from Sam's, Sam's Club. They spend the last of their money, they say. 
a lot of money. <laughs> Sleeping bags are not cheap. Yeah, they spent money on a whole new wardrobe. Yep. Well, she wanted him to steal the clothes, and he was like, I can't do that. Yeah, I'm not stealing anymore. Yeah. Even though I've stolen all these vehicles. And everything I've done up until this point has been stealing. Yeah. <laughs> But here's where I draw the line. I'm not hurting Sam's Club. Forget it. <laughs> Forget it. These people work hard. You know, there's so many Sam's Clubs closing around the nation. <laughs> we need these poor big box stores. <laughs> so they go to Sam's Club. Uh, she plays an impromptu concert on the Sam's Club yeah. display pianos. Yes. He says it's the most beautiful music he's ever heard. Well, to be fair, he has been listening to German <laughs> angel movies. Yeah, so. because apparently they're not allowed anything early. So I'm the, guessing the there's no music in that movie. Yeah. All the... All the all, so if you're a scientist, this movie thinks that if you're a scientist, you are not even human. Yeah, you've <laughs> never watched anything. You have no social skills. Apparently, they've never watched Armageddon, which is the key point for becoming an astronaut with NASA. Yeah, you have to watch Armageddon yeah, we, and point out all of its flaws. We know this as yeah, fact now. You, they should at least have Armageddon. So they haven't there. even watched Armageddon. Yeah, they have not. They have not. <laughs> they have not. They have not. <laughs> yes, exactly. What else do they find out? Okay, so he says she's pretty. They find out they're desert virgins. <laughs> they, they, they have desert sex. They have desert virgins. I have sex. so many issues with their desert I sex. I had, okay, what I had a problem with, so they're driving down this deserted road. Right. And she's stolen her Sam's Club <laughs> sundress. Yes. He's in his Sam's Club regular outdoors right. clothes. And he's like, you're very pretty. And then they have like the worst dialogue ever, which yeah. is like, people don't talk like that. Just saying their feelings. Like, now, <laughs> yes. This sounds like a 1950s. Yes, it does. You know, we, we don't say that revealing our feelings. We have walls and shells. And we hide behind them. Drips cognac. <laughs> like, drips, <laughs> drips cognac. <laughs> Throws it out of the fireplace <laughs> and magically appears in the back seat. We live in the <laughs> shadows and the shadows are only hide the, <laughs> the exposed nerves of our souls. <laughs> and he's like, I think you're pretty. And she's like, okay. okay. And then he's like, Goes right to right almost for the her. inner thigh. <laughs> She's in a dress, a short little sundress. He makes his move, like and it's not even just... holding her hand. Goes right for that inner thigh. Yeah, like it, and then even moves down. it up. He he drifts down he towards d- the hem, <laughs> and then she kind of makes a breath, like. Yeah. And then I, and then he's like, that's euphoria you're feeling. Yeah. And I'm like, oh my god, he is totally fingering her right now. <laughs> <laughs> All he had to do was say she was pretty. And hold her hand. And she's like, this is good. This is good. And he's never driven before. No, so he's got one hand on the wheel. Who knows what all's happening? And he's fingering her at the same time. <laughs> oh, my God. So then they, she's like, good foreplay. Let's go to the desert and have virgin sex. <laughs> With all the scorpions on our sleeping bags. And rattlesnakes and oh. voles and what else is out there. <laughs> and he looks like a 12-year-old child. <laughs> So, okay. What they find out through more theft, yeah, <laughs> and like hacking, yes, is that her she had a a ring like mm-hmm. it was, and it literally has like Elvish on it. Well, yeah. it's not Elvish. It's it's Navajo, I think. Maybe they're, they're not, very vague with know. which Indian group they're at. Yeah, they're yeah. like, what Native American tribe yeah. is this? We don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but it's the guy from Twilight who always plays like the Native yeah. American. Yes, guy. always. 
I wish his name, I knew his name, because he feels very dismissive. To I know. Him, but I, know. I don't know his name, I'm sorry. It, he only has a very small part in this. What we find out is that he, did he marry her then? Yes. But, okay, so. He married. Okay, but he conveniently no, no, doesn't he really married remember. Ace's parents. Yes. Yes. But Asa shows him the picture. And he's like, yeah, I remember this couple. Even though it's his uncle. Even though it's his uncle. So did she marry her brother? Yes. Yes, she did. I think that's all we can yeah. deduce from and that's, that. That's what I got and from like it. And re- on his res, like, that's yeah. all he does is like marry people. Yeah, yeah. Like That's his career with yeah. all like the hippies and stuff. Yeah. So Dumb hippies. So, and at this point, I should point out... Tulsa, like, I like hippies, but not TV hippies. TV They're the hippie. worst. No, the best hippies were, remember, in Hawaii Five-0? Oh, in the, oh the those were great hippies. Those were good hippies, I Yeah. Think. Well, maybe it was just Jack Lord made the hippies. Like, Jack Lord's amazing. He makes everyone amazing. Okay. Go back and listen to our old uh, <laughs> <laughs> Hawaii Five-0 uh, episode that I we did love for Magnum Jack Shiro. Lord. So Tulsa's like, you know what you need? You want to see the world? I'm going to take mm-hmm. you to freaking Vegas, yeah. which kills him. Yes, it murders him. It straight up <laughs> murders him. It just straight up like yeah, like he starts hemorrhaging. Yeah. He has a, a seizure on the street. Yeah. People are laughing at him. Laughing at him as he's dying. <laughs> look at him. These two gentlemen look at him. And laugh. And laugh. And he is like <laughs> clearly. He's bleeding profusely. Distressed. Yeah. So, not a great no recommendation for Las Vegas. But then again, honey, you laughed when he quote-unquote died. Okay, we're getting to that And scene. I did, too. <laughs> we all laughed. <laughs> so, they, they break out of prison. The whole thing happens. Yeah, they run to the hospital yeah, in she, order to fix him up a little bit. And they're like, whoa, he really is from space. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They're like They look at his x-rays and they're like, yeah. he's crazy. This is yeah. weird. So... She, Tulsa says, I'm going to go find your father. Yes. Because they still don't know that this is not his father. Mm -hmm. And you're just going to stay here and go back to Mars. Yeah. He's like, no, 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 you're taking me with me, you. And she's like, okay, yeah, okay, I'll take you with me. So they go. Mm -hmm. They find this man. They walk into his house. Just walk Walk into his house. Yeah. And he's like, he's like, what are you doing in here? And she's like, stop being an asshole. Yeah. (laughs) And I'm like, excuse me, two children just Wandered into my house. Yeah. I don't know. You guys have not showered. That's another thing about the desert sex I wanted to point out. They yes. have not showered. This yeah. is gross. Yeah. Uh-huh. They haven't showered in days before then either. And they blew up an airplane. Just and saying. clearly they were raw dogging it because this was <laughs> impromptu sex. Uh, <laughs> so I don't think. Does, does Sam sell condoms? You know, I don't know. I guess he's safe in terms of diseases. Well, they're what? both virgins, so they wouldn't have an STD. But you know but what? But that's not the problem. I'm the problem is pregnancy. Well, and, and I, I through the rest for the rest of the movie, I was like, she's pregnant. Yeah, she's pregnant. <laughs> she's pregnant. He's gonna die, and the whole cycle begins again. <laughs> <laughs> but but honestly, though, what we know about that NASA organization that like doesn't want to infect Mars. Yeah. He could have picked up some kind of weird bacteria yeah. from Mars. Yeah, he could have. And brought it back. Yeah. But they're just so blasé with him escaping quarantine. That's the sequel. Yeah, the, <laughs> the chest this weird Mars comes disease out of, <laughs> comes out of Tulsa's gut. That'd be awesome. They take him. He the the, the father quote unquote uh-huh. is like, why are you children in my house? Yes. He's gonna call the police. She's like, you're his father. He's like, no, I'm not his father. I'm the brother of his mother. Yeah. And they're like, oops. Oops. So she runs. Asa Butterfield's down by the seashore. Yeah. He's dying at this point. He looks like death. Yes. 
And he's like, thanks for letting me have sex with you. <laughs> I, I couldn't choose where I was born. But I can choose where I die. And then he says, see you, you in the, the funny, funny papers. And then collapses. And you and I freaking died laughing. <gasps> it was the funniest freaking death I've ever seen in my life. It's a and child. Then, and then it was compounded by Gary Oldman <laughs> rushing up being like, I got him. It was like slow motion. Like, I got him. <laughs> Out of nowhere, these people show up. <laughs> and then he takes him to the shore, even yeah. though his heart's about to explode. Yeah. And he's like. I'm your daddy. I'm your daddy. And he's like, cool, bro. Cool. Way to have sex with your employee. Yeah. Like, you know, like that's And then call her irresponsible. Yeah. And I think, doesn't he say, I feel like there was a line where he was like, I didn't mean to call her irresponsible. I was irresponsible too. But maybe I was just writing that in my head. I don't you think were writing ever, that in your head. He never apologizes. He never for takes it. any credit no. for this. No, he never takes responsibility for any of it. No. no. For his own son. He's like, I thought I could just like have you on Mars and not think about you. Yeah. That's what he says. <laughs> he says that. He says that. <laughs> so, anyway, I laughed when he died. I laughed <laughs> when he saved. Yeah. And their plan is to take him into a little spaceship that we have seen yeah. Sirius Black crash like, a million crash times. Crash a million times in, in simulations. Mm-hmm. They're like, we need to take him into the space between us. The space between us. So they, they're like, well, we need to take him into orbit so he is weightless so that right. pressure off his heart is, is okay. And there's a guy piloting the ship who's like, that's against regulations, sir. And he goes, I'm going to do it. And the guy is like, okay. Okay, then. He just sits there quiet. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. We're just going to do that. Go mm-hmm. ahead, I suppose. And that's the end of the movie. What ends up happening is... Maybe they should watch it and see what happens. Yeah, maybe they should watch it. Maybe they should watch it and see what happens. I'm not giving away the ending. Not this time. Not this time. Not this time. You want to know the ending. You're going to have to watch two (laughs) hours of this, just like we did. Should we tell them the ending? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so what happens? He can't stay on Earth. Yeah. So they they spend another. So they make her into 40... an astronaut and send her up into Mars. At least that's the implication. That's what they do. She gets adopted by Kendra. Uh, Kendra, mm-hmm. uh, who didn't want children, but now she's okay with it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it turns out Sirius Black, who was had hydrocephalus, he's fine. He's fine. He goes to Mars to play catch with <laughs> Asa yeah. Butterfield. Make the... up seventeen years of lost time. <laughs> make up seventeen years of lost time. But all he ever cared about was what it was like on Mars. It's like, what yeah. do they have to talk about? There's yeah. nothing to talk about. No. Once he's on Mars, he's like, all right, kid, get yeah. out of here. <laughs> Deadbeat father. <laughs> and that's the end. Uh, yeah, yeah, so, the, yeah. Uh, okay. I didn't see that coming. I didn't see that coming. I didn't see that coming. I thought either he was going to die mm-hmm. or they were going to be more explicit that she was going to have to go to. Yeah. Instead, so they just show her training. And I thought for be. sure Gary Oldman was going to die saving his son's life. That and made, that would have been much more I think someone uh, should have probably died. Other than the mother giving birth, you mean? Oh, yeah. Well, she yeah. doesn't count. She was irresponsible. She was irresponsible. It was her mistake. Um, just a little information. Uh, in North America, The Space Between Us was released alongside Rings and The Comedian. Uh, it was projected to gross 8 to $10 million from 2,800 theaters during its open weekend. And it ended up making $3.8 million. So, well below. Wow. It finished seventh at the box office, and yeah. I can kind of see that. Yeah, well, there's a reason why. Well, here's my problem with it, and this was, again, going back into our surprise that this wasn't a book. I'm like, well, there's no pre-existing property, and right. I know how people feel about original stuff, but when you're talking about YA, yeah, 
There's you so know, much material. There's so much material, and you're just going to create this science fiction story that who's going to go watch? Yeah, Stephanie like, Meyer didn't write it. Yeah, it, like... I need, yeah. I think in this case, YA works better when there's like a source material. Mm-hmm. Do you want to know what other people had to say about it? Yes. Okay. The first review is adventure, drama, romance, but not sci-fi. It's not. This is from Jacob Paz. It was written in 2017, so soon after this movie came out. I was confused because I expected sci-fi movie. Unfortunately, it's just another example of bad science in the movie. There really wasn't any science. There wasn't too much science. So I don't. I wouldn't consider it bad because there was like none. Yeah, there, there really wasn't. It, it says uh, it takes four minutes for light to travel between mm-hmm. Earth and Mars, so you can't chat yeah. on the phone or, or yeah, that's what we yeah. talked about. Uh, Mars gravity is neglected in most of the scenes, and scientists, like in most sci-fi movies, are psychotic and not educated. Yeah, there you go. That's true. <laughs> it's just horrible drama, poor romance with bad acting. I feel pity for Gary Oldman. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I'll go more into what I feel about this movie in a minute. Memberships are reality, says Mr. Blankenstein. What's up with all these dudes watching a YA romance? Yeah, it's like all these like, <laughs> 50-year-old dudes like, oh, yeah, I, I didn't mean, buy the science. <laughs> I didn't buy the science. It didn't make any sense. I was so confused. I had thought this movie was all over the place and everything was so weird. That's true. (laughs) Yeah, it was weird. This kid seemed smart but acted so dumb when he came to Earth. But the icing on the cake, the thing that took me out of the movie was the fact that these kids did not have a membership at the Sam's Club. There you go. It's the little things you got to, you know, work on. Yep. Yeah. How how did they get in without a membership to Sam's Club? That makes no sense. They go get supplies, but they would not be able to get into Sam's Club without a membership. That's reality. Well, can't you just have one of those flyers that lets you in for, like, a, a trial? Uh, or do you still have to sign I up? I think you have to kind of sign up for that. I don't think they okay. just—they don't just let anybody in. It's a very prestigious oh, very posh. Group. Okay, <laughs> they just—they don't just let anyone into Sam's Club, honey. <laughs> BJ's uh, is a different story, but Sam's Club. <laughs> BJ's. <laughs> What's wrong with the name of our store? Nothing. I Nothing, guess. I guess. <laughs> Here's some positive ones. Okay. This is from, some, it says, something we could all use. It's from Jay Rogers and a number of Russian numbers. Uh-huh. Some of the reviews I have read must have come from those without a beating heart. <laughs> a beating engorged heart. Yes. I finally took the time to watch this film as the reviews were not great. I had an understanding it was a little sci-fi and a lot of teenage Yeah, it's love a YA romance. In. Yeah, I mean, that's what it is. You never have really any plot development in well, a YA romance. It's all just the romance. Well, think about even Twilight. It's not about vampires so much. It's right. about their relationship. Exactly. Like, it's not, like, there's a little bit of that, mm-hmm. but, like, it's mostly about their relationship. Yeah, YA romance is never really about their surroundings. Yeah. It's more just about those two. Yeah, and it's clear from the poster this is a romance. Oh, This is not, like, supposed to be, like, sci-fi. No. I found the screenplay to be brilliant by such young actors. Well, they didn't write it. Well, and they're also, like, in their late 20s. Yeah, yeah, they're clearly in their 20s. I also understand that there should be some fantastic things in a movie that includes sci-fi, so while some of the teenage couple do sit out seem unrealistic, it fits for what story the director and writer were trying to give us. You take what you're given and you'll like it. <laughs> you get what you get and you don't put your fit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I wish more adults could express the feelings this movie tries to tell us all not to hide and to enjoy every moment of life that is afforded to us. I found this movie okay. not only heartwarming, but uplifting and inspiring. Ah. Thank you for such a much needed film of this type. 
It has been a while. <laughs> okay. Take the fantastical with a grain of salt and pay attention to what it is trying to share. <laughs> we may just all benefit from that thought process rather than the cynical one. Okay. Wow, this person really liked that. They really liked it. Okay. This person, Soccer Sticks, says, <laughs> It just feels like a good time. <laughs> <laughs> I enjoyed this movie because it's a sweet teenage love story. That's it. That's yeah, literally well, all I'm looking for here. Perfect. I'm not asking for 2001 A Space Odyssey. Maybe my enjoyment comes from the fact that I love a sappy love story. Well, there you go. If you don't, that's totally fine. Mm-hmm. Move on with your day and don't watch the movie. Let people like me just enjoy this type of movie because it's sorely lacking in today's day and age. Really? Is it? I feel like there's tons of romance movies. Yeah, I feel like this isn't, doesn't, this... That's kind of part of the problem. It just feels like another YA romance. Yeah. Like, not like it's unique And in Roswell any way. did it better 20 years ago. So, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because I haven't seen the remake, and I don't want to. 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 I was a young teenage girl when Roswell came out and loved it. <laughs> so, I don't want to know. So, with this movie, mm-hmm. do you think it deserves a sequel? No. <laughs> no. I don't, don't want, want her to... going up into space then being like, let's make a family up on Mars. Because <laughs> that's all that would happen. And they have little green alien babies. And have little green alien babies. Name one of them Marvin. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And Antwerp. That'll be terrified. <laughs> Marvin of... Antwerp. <laughs> Marvin Antwerp Butterfield. <laughs> <laughs> but did you like the movie? What did you feel about the movie? We've talked about so... moments of the movie, but we haven't really talked about if you liked the movie. I am not sure. If okay. I liked it or not. Okay. There's so many weird points. And I think I would have to say I liked it in this, but not in the with same With an asterisk. Way. With an asterisk. <laughs> I liked it because I couldn't predict that ending. Right. It was such a happy ending. I'm right. not accustomed to these things. Right. So I, my my cynicism was like, wait a second. Nobody's yeah. dying? Yeah, it was, a Nobody legit, died? it was a legit romance story that yeah. ends tragically, but not necessarily with a tragic death and it yeah. also leaves you with hope for the future. Yeah. So that was nice. But <laughs> there nice. is a lot to it. It was like 80% I did not like. Okay. I did not like the first act. I thought Asa was adorable and I thought he did a great job. Yeah. But there was so much else I did not like. Right. So there's that. I did not like I think the time on Mars at the beginning like everything up until he got to Earth, right. I didn't really like. Yeah. Then when he got to Earth, I really liked the fish out of water element of it. Right. I, I mean, even if it was kind of weird that he didn't right. have those like kind of weird yeah. human touchstones, like he, even though he's been speaking to a modern yeah. teenage girl, he doesn't understand anything. Exactly. And they dropped the whole fallen angel storyline. I was really hoping for more City of Angels. <laughs> well, we can always watch that. Like I thought, I thought that's where it was supposed to be going. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but he's from Mars. He's not a real angel or whatever. But he's still going to die in yeah, order like, to that's be like with his, her. That's his thing. Like, I thought that was more kind of the parallel here. Right, right. And that storyline was just dropped completely. Kind of, yeah. It just sort of Except was. in the school hallway when they would cut between the scenes. There'd be weird edits. Like oh, it was a weird edits. edit. Yeah. So that didn't make any kind of sense to me. Well, once they're on the run, I think that's okay. And then he dies. <laughs> and I laughed. <laughs> I That's not too. a great thing. You're not supposed to laugh when someone like, dies. I shouldn't have. And I'm telling you, folks, this was a guffaw. Yeah. This... I guffawed when he fell into the water <laughs> and said that. 
<laughs> that was a horrible scene. It was very poorly done. It was very, very poorly and done. And then I'm still recovering from that. Yeah. And then the that Gary Oldman moment right after just was too much. Yes. And it just was not. Uh, the ending, I kind of like the ending. I yeah. like that bittersweetness to it. Like a nice bittersweet chocolate. Okay. So... I think I liked the movie. Okay. I'm not going to say it's a great movie. No, I'm going to give it like a 4 out of 10. A 4 out of, oh, I thought you were going to say 4 out of 5. I was like, dear God. Whoa, are, are you kidding a, me? A we four, are getting a divorce. Wow, a 4 out of 5? <laughs> this would put it on the level of Crawl. <laughs> crawl is a better movie. Crawl is a better movie, and it's hilarious <laughs> and super entertaining. I love how they their limbs get ripped off all the time, and yet they're able they to like keep swim going. faster keep, than gators. They take a lick and keep on to Oh, man, it's oh, hilarious. Man. I mean, the, the, and this super huge basement in Florida <laughs> with this weird under current well. Florida's known for its labyrinthian <laughs> Yeah, this was a labyrinth. <laughs> and, like, they would be dead. Like, yes. as soon as that water filled up into that, like, yeah. garbage with dead animals. There were dead rats everywhere. Dead rats. Infection would have killed them in a heartbeat. <laughs> they, like, as soon as that water started filling up, there's poop in there. She steps in poop. Yeah, she steps in literal poop. And there's she's dead like, animals. It fills yeah. up with water, and they have open wounds. I'm like, you guys are already dead. You guys are already dead. <laughs> Just let the gators take you, man. You guys are dead. It's going to be far and less And then their painful. house is adjacent to, like... <laughs> Uh, uh, alligator farm, <laughs> right? Because there was like 5,000 alligators that swarmed this house. I guess what I'm saying about it, the space between us is go watch Crawl. Go watch Crawl. <laughs> <laughs> that movie's hilarious, but you see... I, <laughs> You're still going. I'm, I'm going gonna, gonna to okay. forgive Crawl a okay. little bit more than I'm going to forgive The Expanse. And okay. here's the reason. Crawl wasn't taking itself seriously. It knew no, what it was. It knew what it was. So its science was just out the window. They knew this immediately. They were like, you can, There's, this is going to be so unbelievable. Yeah. It, but we're just making a fun gator movie. Yeah, this is a fun gator movie in yeah. the vein of like a deep blue sea yeah. or something. See, but now if The Expanse hadn't taken themselves so seriously, I probably would have enjoyed it. Well, because yeah. then the science wouldn't have mattered to me. Yeah, like when you have the scenes with like the where she's mm-hmm. talking about her walls breaking down yeah. and people don't talk like that. Yeah. It's like, whatever. You know, mm-hmm. don't go there. Exactly. I would have brought him to Earth way earlier mm-hmm. and had it more... I wouldn't have had Mars be like a society. Right. Like, I thought it was... Because con- Mars was a literal society. They have a there city. was like 25 people rotating at all times. Yeah, I thought... So 25 different people maybe every year. I so he's meeting a lot of people. It's not like the island of a Pitcairn. Yeah, exactly. You know, <laughs> mutiny on with, the bounty. with the same like sixty people. I thought like the the initial crew with his mother uh-huh. had like five people. Yes. I thought she was gonna die and she was gonna be raised by like those other four people. Right. And that was his sixteen years. He's gonna be with these four yeah. people that really don't want to. But that's her. not what it was. It was a full astronaut rotation constantly. So it, of of Germans, of Russians, of Americans, of Japanese, whoever was going up there at the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anybody with space. Background. <laughs> yeah, everybody, everybody. Anybody. It was just in and out. In all and the out. Time. In and out. And they would bring all of their money. All their, and their old movies. And their old movies and their passports. <laughs> and for, their passport. some, for some weird reason. Is Asa Butterfield mm. an American citizen? No, he's a Mars citizen. Yeah, okay. But he's owned by NASA. So, no, he's not human. He's owned by NASA. He's owned by NASA. And his name should have been Antwerp. Yes, there you go. <laughs> Piloting the pilot. Wait a second. Quick question. Mm. Who, who named him Gardner? Yeah, I was wondering that too. Okay, because like Elliot Gardner is his name. No, so no, his a, last name is Elliot. Gardner Elliot. Yeah, his name is Gardner Are Elliot. Are you sure? Yes, I'm positive. Yes. I don't even yes, remember. Yes, but just who named him? 
I don't know. None of the like scientists were there being like Gardner. Elliot. Do <laughs> you think they called him Elliot because of Yeah, yeah, DJ, probably. Yeah. He's yeah. an extraterrestrial. Yes. Oh my god, <laughs> they named him Elliot because he's an extraterrestrial. Yeah, he was born on Mars, honey. Oh my god. But no, his first name is Gardner. I think no, I think no, because one time his thing says E. Gardner. So Are you sure? Well, I think they call him Gardner Elliot because it's always like Gardner, comma Elliot. Oh, like, you know, okay. Which okay. Is dumb. So, so yeah, they named him after ET. Wow. 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 So <laughs> twist the knife on that one. Wow. Okay. <laughs> anyway. Okay. Piloting the pilots releases each Tuesday and can be found on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Stitcher. Maybe on Mars. We're not sure yet. Yes. As always, you can contact us with any questions or rebuttals, but it will take at least eight minutes for us to respond. <laughs> On Twitter, at Pilot Pilots, or at our email address, pilotingthepilots at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. Don't be fronting. Don't be fronting. You always be fronting. <laughs> Next week, oh, well, this is the end of our kind of month, I guess. They're never really on the month anymore, right. but... This is the end, so we're in a new section. We're going to do new a new section. Thing. We're doing uh, new Netflix releases. New Netflix releases. Mm-hmm. So I think next week we're doing Battle Nun. There's Battle Nun, Cursed, and The Order. Yeah. Why don't we do The Order first because that one has werewolves. Okay, and that one's the oldest, actually. Yeah, and that That's one's the oldest. That's actually in the second season. Yeah. Battle Nun and Curse. Curse just came out, like, yesterday. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah, so that's yeah. what we're going to do. We're going to do all Netflix original shows next yes. month. Yes. And we'll do a Netflix original movie mm-hmm. for our movie next month. Exactly. We haven't decided what that's going to be yet. No, no, but I haven't like, gone searching. That's four weeks from now, guys. Yeah, I got time. Calm down. Good, I'll figure this out Set the day before. Or don't be fronting. <laughs> you always be fronting. <laughs> when you're not fronting, though... <laughs> know that we love you and yes. we will see you next week. Bye. Bye.